You're listening to a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of News Talk 770. Proposed changes to Canada's Income Tax Act are liable to have a significant impact on many Canadians. If you are a farmer, a rancher, or own a professional corporation, you should know what these proposed changes mean for you. If you have a life plan or a business plan, you're going to want to talk to your financial advisor. If you don't have a plan, now's the time to develop one. Think about investing 90 minutes in your financial future on Thursday evening, September 28th at the next Macmillan Estate Planning Seminar. Call the office to register weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464 or register online anytime at macmillanestate.com. Check out a number of blogs related to taxation issues on the macmillanestate.com website and listen to recent editions of The Strong Room to catch up on details and features you may have missed. We're back with you on The Strong Room on News Talk 770. Ken Godfrey is Alberta Director of Sales for Industrial Alliance Insurance. He's one of the people who consults to Macmillan clients on the topic of how to use insurance in the context of estate planning. He and Sherry McMillan share some thoughts on the subject. Insurance really is uh, one of the last tax shelters or tax havens um, that you can utilize to manage things like estate taxes, uh, corporate tax bills uh, on the final final um, tax bill that, that business owners have. So it's, it's a very unique opportunity in Canada to take care of those kind of things. Sherry, explain how insurance helps your clients. Well, I think there is a myth that families that have affluence don't need insurance and they feel self-insured when we first chat with them. And ultimately, all of us, if we're wealthy, have a tax burden associated with our estate. So we always call it the stepchild. And how do you take care of the stepchild? And one of the more obvious areas and has always been is insure it. Yeah, I, I, I agree, Sherry. And one of the things that I like to talk about is, is uh, you know, the cycle of Canadians and how we don't have a whole lot of old money in Canada. And the reason is because we spend this, this time uh, in, in our lifetime becoming successful, whether we're, we're working for a corporation or we develop and create our own corporation through being an entrepreneur. We build up this wealth and then on our final tax bill, uh, the government comes in and they duly assess it and they take their share. That then gets divided amongst our heirs. They then take what is left and they build and grow on that and build it up. Of course, they have it cut down again. And that's really where uh, insurance can play a significant role in kind of stopping that process. And we can actually retain 100% of the wealth that's created and actually enhance that wealth even more using insurance, which can create old money. And we, we could have families uh, th- that could take care of generations upon generations of, of families with the wealth they create today if it's done right with insurance. So I think that's one of the principal ways that insurance has changed the estate planning process. You used to buy it a whole life policy or something like that. That's the first thing I bought just before I turned 18, as a matter of fact. But I think now it's insurance is an important tool in tax planning. Uh, and it's an important tool in passing wealth on to the next generation. It can be an important tool in philanthropy. Uh, it, has, it has redefined itself in the modern era in a great number of ways. 
Uh, it has, and um, and even the amounts of insurance today, Peter. You know, we, we when you talk about the the old days, uh, the whole life days. I mean, it, it wasn't uncommon to have um, a large policy would be five thousand dollars, maybe ten thousand at the outside. Well, today, I mean, for for a, an individual to have a million dollars of life insurance is pretty much the norm. To to have a reasonable amount. When we get into the affluent and the and the wealthy. It really should be, I mean, obviously it has to be appropriate, but we're seeing amounts of 20, 40, 50, $100 million face to cover off these large, large needs. So yeah, it has evolved. So the principal reason that the wealthy, or any of us for that matter, should, could use insurance is, is as part of a tax plan. That's exactly right, Peter. And I think there's a misunderstanding that insurance can actually be an investment and it becomes actually an asset that grows tax-free. And we don't have many of those. No, no, you're right, Sherry, we don't. Uh, We have our principal residence, uh, we have tax-free savings accounts, and then we have insurance. And and the nice thing about insurance is we can can take this wealth that, for example, I, I, you know, I bring home uh, my paycheck, I pay my tax on it. I can take a portion of that and I can put it inside a life insurance policy. And that is the last taxes that will ever be paid on those dollars. Now, there's ways to actually access that, that money uh, while you're alive, which uh, a lot of people don't realize. But if I want, I can just pass that on to the next generation, to my children, and it would be done in a tax-free manner. And then they could take that money and they could put it into an insurance policy and they could pass it on to their next generation in a tax-free manner. I mean, that's pretty phenomenal to be able to do that. Does an insurance policy pay interest? It, it does, actually. You, you, now, it depends on what type of insurance policy you have, Peter, because there's so many different types, and I don't want to get too um, involved in the complexities of insurance. But if you were to invest in, for example, a, a universal life type of a policy, you actually have um, free range of the markets inside of that. So you can have global health care, you can have Canadian equity, you can have a simple balanced fund, you can have U.S. global equity. So you can choose where that money's going to go, or you can go into like a GIC or a guaranteed investment type of a uh, investment as well. The point is that the insurance policy itself can generate income that is protected from tax, uh, that is payable in its entirety to a beneficiary, uh, and and that, um, again, adds to the peace of mind component of the person who has the policy. Yeah, and and as complex as Sherry and I uh, may make it sound, and it does get quite complex behind the scenes, it's a pretty, pretty simple strategy. Yeah. It certainly adds value to corporations, and I think that's where we see it utilized frequently with our business owners. Yeah, when you, you can have, uh, for example, uh, I was working with, a, with some advisors uh, a week ago because they have key people in their business that if those people disappeared tomorrow, it would affect the revenue of that business and potentially even the share value. So in those kind of situations, we need to make sure we're doing key person insurance. We also have owners of the business that are key people themselves, and they are, it is their efforts directly that generate the revenue and the success of that business. We want to make sure we're also insuring that. So there's different levels of involvement uh, as far as the conversations go. It could be estate planning on the tax side, but it could also be the operation side of a business. So we have to make sure that we're actually kind of having a, a forensic 
analysis of the corporation and the individuals involved to make sure we're putting the right kind of insurance. And sometimes we could put multiple policies in place for different, different needs. And protecting the right people. Correct. Absolutely. Because you're trying to protect the value of the business and the value of the business, at least in part, is the people who run it. That's right. And we want to make sure that we, uh, we get in touch with those people while they're insurable. So you have professional people, you have uh, businesses and the people that run them, you have farms and ranches and the people that own them. They're, they're uh, every bit as vulnerable and every bit as entitled uh, and, and every bit as required to have something in place to make sure that the property does not fall apart if something happens to them. Yeah, that, that's a, a, a very good comment. And, and coming back to the farming uh, issue, there, there's lots of issues in succession planning in farming. And, and so you could have a, a farmer today that, that owns a farm and he can have three children. Well, if, if only one of the, the children is going to actually take over the farm, uh, we have to have a means to be able to equalize that estate and provide the funds for the two that are not going to take over the farm. And that's where we would use insurance. That's a huge, huge um, amount of insurance businesses in the farming community. And, and in this part of the province... That's a big deal because there are a lot of farm families and ranch families and and uh, and rural families generally that that should know about this and should be incorporating it into their life plan. It's certainly the case, Peter. And one of the more common issues that we're facing too in modern society is that we are experiencing divorce at a record high. And also remarriage. Most of us will be married two or three times through the course of our life, and we end up having these blended families. Well, how do you solve that if you want to leave your estate to your new spouse, but you want to be sure that you're protecting your bloodline as well? And so it's a very creative tool in those particular cases. It, yeah, it, uh, I agree with that 100%, especially when you get into the registered part of the funds. So if you've built up registered funds um, you, and, and you become remarried, then you, you would most likely have those roll over to your new spouse. But what about your kids? So you need to use insurance to ensure that you're able to pass those, those values on. Some good thoughts from Ken Godfrey of Industrial Alliance Insurance and from Sherry McMillan, head of McMillan Estate Planning. Remember, there's some good reading in the blog section at Macmillan Estate Planning's website at macmillanestate.com, particularly on the subjects of taxes and trusts. Do a little reading and plan to join the special presentation with Janet Brown and Paul McLaughlin on Friday evening, September 22nd at 6 o'clock, or the next full Macmillan Estate Planning Seminar on Thursday evening, September 28th at 7. Call the office weekdays during business hours to register at 403-266-6464 or register for either or both events online anytime at macmillanestate.com. I'm Peter Watts. Thanks for joining us on The Strong Room on News Talk 770.